0: Morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good evening uh, from my side to all of you who are watching this video. And this video is sponsored by the hand Foundation and Institute of Peace. And this is connecting the world. So, mm-hmm. in this platform, my guest is Dirk, and uh, he is a multi talented person. He's a very good uh, man, he has a very good soul and heart. Thank you. So, according to this platform, we are going to learn. A lots of things from him because he's from Washington DC, and uh, his name, Hmm. uh, you know, his name is very different. And uh, he just um, reflectively uh, same like his name. So over to you, Dark. How are you, Dark?
1: I'm very well. Uh, Yeah, it's it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to meet Soul Family, Uh, and I just want to say hi to you. Uh, whenever I'm speaking, you and and also the you that is watching this, because um, something important to me in this time is that because of the lockdowns, because of everything happening right now, these spaces need to become sacred spaces where we can share a real, uh, you know, you are here present. Even though I don't know your face yet, I, I am gonna, when I look at this camera, I will see a circle of dear friends around me that have chosen to be here. So thank you for entering the space. Just wanna welcome you. Um, And uh, so, yeah, my name is Derek Lyonejia Morrison. And uh, I'm actually not from Washington, DC. I'm from Seattle, Washington. Um, But uh, yeah, the United States right now is in a, obviously, as you know, a huge transition, a huge moment where so much hangs in the balance but really uh, so much has been hanging in the balance for the entire uh, global family that we are um in a big way this year and so what you know myself and probably you if you're here if you're you know i love Rihan. he actually we we connected over facebook i want to say like maybe seven eight months ago he just kind of reached out and we started talking back and forth over voice memos and um eventually that led to us having you know our we we had a a video flow a couple times and i love how fast he moved he's just like all right you want to create like we started talking about festivals like kind of like you know uh things like burning man things like that where lots of people gather in sort of a united way with an energy of transformation with an energy of respecting the earth with respecting each other uh, even if we're different, finding that heart connection and how that's missing right now. And then to take it a step further um, to create festivals, whether they're digital or physical, that are devoted to solutions and solution making. So solutionary festivals was what we talked about. So that's how I come to connect to you today is just through this like synchronistic magical way that Rahan and I connected and through Rahan, I, I see that he's really started this amazing, I love the idea that has been let loose, which is just the simple um, sharing of space that you're doing right now, Sidra, uh, just sharing a space with a new person, I don't know, every day, every week. And what that does is it allows us to um, be like, here's this brother, here's this sister, here's what they're working on. Uh, here's what they're calling in. Here's uh, the you know this human and it can it does connect to the world and it's jumping across borders in ways we never did before. like I didn't know anyone in Pakistan a year ago. that's for sure. And now there's all these incredible souls that have reached out and you know bridged friendships over the Facebook platform. Um, so part of what uh, the project I'm working on uh, just now, actually'm I'm, I'm video editing here. Uh, just working on you know generating content here in my studio and uh, right now we're working on something called soul tribe weavers uh, which is basically what you're doing right now I consider you based on your heart and you watching if you've gone this far and you haven't tuned out to be one of my soul tribe my soul family that's around the world and we're finding each other. there's a there's a golden thread weaving us that's beyond us. And it can come through the digital world. So sometimes people think the digital is less sacred. And I used to think this too because like I mean it's a it's a to go to be in cities and in, among families and see people buried in cell phones like that is sad to have this disconnect, right? Um, on the other hand, uh, it can also, if it's used with a deep reverence, become a space where radical new ideas, transformation, and beautiful things can emerge. Um, so often our media has been full of fear and it hasn't really allowed us to interact. Like what's cool about this right now is that Sidra and I are having this conversation. You and I are have. we're all in a, I picture us in a circle in a tent right now. And in fact, I think we'll eventually have virtual reality gathering spaces that feel that way. Um, Like imagine right now, Cedra, if we were having this conversation in a VR room and we could see people pop in and their faces all around us, like that might be closer to a digital tribal gathering. And that's what I really, those are the spaces that I'm here to facilitate, create a little bit about me. I've worked in the technology space for about, uh, close to 20 years, 15, 20 years, and um, I've been a director at Amazon and uh, telecommunications companies here, and most recently spent a, two years in the artificial intelligence and cloud computing space. Um, but then, when COVID hit, it gave me this opportunity um, to that I that had been germinating in me, honestly, for the last really eight, nine years. Um, you know it's interesting as you go through your spiritual awakening and you find yourself as you see this reality for what it truly is and you're working in a corporation you're contributing to the thing that creates a product-based reality an entire you know in a way there's magic spells cast upon every person in the world to believe they must uh you know it's the indoctrination of our culture our media um our schools um and it's like layers and layers and layers of Troy where it's just buried under there. Um, what is the truest way humans can live? What is the truest way we can treat each other? What, what feels really heartful? Um, and I think I've been on this quest for a while and it took me up until this year, until COVID, to say, I'm not gonna take another corporate job. I'm not gonna do it. So I'm now making this leap. I'm, uh, the, you know, I've my expertise is in building digital platforms, uh, doing the roadmaps, building the teams, spinning them up, then passing them on as they move on to, like, later phases of development at different companies. So, devoting this energy now to the space of tribe building, uh, this is something that Rihanna and I really vibed out on, you know, we were just like, okay, let's talk about what what does that look like? What are, what are the plat? We're using Facebook in a unique way, but was this platform truly designed to matchmake, let's say, to matchmake uh, people from disparate communities to each other? Like, you know, so many people are looking for each other. Like, there might be someone watching right now that's like, oh my gosh, you know, I work with uh, user experience design and I care about uniting The family that the the souls in the world that want to solve these massive problems that are preventing freedom, that are preventing like treating uh, the earth as a a sacred space, that are you know we're dealing in a world where politics and business are corrupt. What if we create systems that really help regulate that and restore the ecosystem of community? So, yeah, like we can find each other now, and we have the cool thing is for platform and architects like myself and others out there, this is like a special time in history. You can cobble together just about anything white label existing, you know, prototype things like that. The distance between a vision and manifestation is just smaller than it's ever been in, in in history, uh, in my opinion. So like right now, the fact that, you know, Anyone can pick up a cell phone like you just did uh, and have this kind of a conversation across thousands of miles and unite our efforts remotely is magic. It's straight up magic. And to me, that's, you know, I, I want to find the other uh, solutionaries. We're not here to complain. I mean, we, it's true. The world's in peril. It's true that we have a lot of problems. But what if we, we have a lot of talent, ton of talent. So if we all can unite and have things like think tanks, right? Like this is what big foundations like the Rockefeller foundation or the, you know, all the, um, the sort of society designers that sit at the top of Pakistan's elite, all these things, that's what they do. They, they design scenario, you know, what are we going to do They're They're doing their best probably but and sometimes not their best because they have Influences you know impacting them. They've been culturalized a certain way to stay in that wealthy class and separate themselves from everyone else and The good news is there's like I feel that there's actually a huge opportunity right now um, with mass decentralization um, You know right now um, Anyone can go on Kickstarter or Indiegogo and film a video on their cell phone and lay out a plan, like, I would like to bring water to my village. This is how we're going to build it. We can even pay back the loan this way. Suddenly, a month later, they may have more money than they asked for. They may have, and it's not just money that these solutionaries need. They need maybe a collaborator that can build the blueprint or design or do the civil engineering for a project. So where I really am in my mind right now in my heart is to, um, you know, first of all, hold spaces where solutionaries can come together. And maybe one of the things we need to do is design a better platform than Facebook to unite all of us and to match all of us to each other, to matchmake. Um, So for anyone uh, that's watching this right now. I encourage you in the comment section, like, is there some issue? Maybe it's in your village. Maybe it's in your country. Maybe it's that's that you've really been like, it keeps coming up in your heart. You wish you, it's something you'd be passionate to solve. Like if you were paid, uh, you know, if you were given a salary, all your living expenses were covered, what would you work on? What would you want to work on? Um, maybe just put it in that, just like if there's anything, put it in the, in the comment section and maybe someone else watching this, totally wants to work on the same thing. And maybe, you know, eventually what we can do is, um, you know, if we have a platform that properly match makes people based on regionality, based on the focus they wish to uh, take uh, on an issue and their skill set. like I could, I could use some user experience designers to, to work on platforms. I could use some video editors to work with, um, So we can all, you know, tell this story together. Right now, I'm actually doing video editing at this moment. Uh, So that's part of my flow. You know, I've been in the tech sphere for years and, and, and now really jumping into storytelling, which is a big leap for me right now because, you know, when it comes to like financial abundance and everything, I can make the most money working in artificial intelligence field. And I probably will, but only, I will again, but only for something that is going to truly um liberate humanity or restore a balance um you know is regen it falls into my virtues so that's i think that's like the to encapsulate kind of where i'm at who i am and and what's going on right now i'm working on a project called soul tribe weavers which is just for now it's just germinating it's a a film series a a group of us went um a dear brother of mine passed away just a couple of weeks ago and we went down to st- he was on his way to do this tribe weaving where we find other clusters around the United States of tribes that are like the Seattle family which is amazing we dance together we hold like imagining sessions together we dan- we make fires together and really um, invent new forms of ritual new forms of prayer with each other not based on a religion but based on shared connection and a shared um, vision for a healed world and it goes beyond just kumbaya and happy like thought it's like what could we do about this water system someone in the group here works with a nonprofit that is reinventing water systems like we're around a fire feeling this cool here's another person that builds like websites pretty soon you hold spaces like this and, um, and we've been filming them in a very sacred space with a lot of respect for every person. So to film really vulnerable spaces is a new area that I'm experimenting with and learning about, uh, along with all these other things. So it's a lot, it's a lot going on. And, um, so Sidra, that's, that, that would be my, uh, most like full answer to your question.
0: So nice of you for your brief briefing brief 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 answer for this <laughs> uh you know it's a reality <laughs> it's a reality uh we have more than two uh you know reflexive personality uh, one for uh, you know in our inner soul personality one for uh, for our family another for friends mm-hmm. another for our colleagues so but i feel uh, according to your aura according to your personality um, your personality is very different you know whereas you are perfect in artificial intelligence you know it's a it's a really advanced technology and you know it's related to the advancement but in your personality i just feel some spiritual things i just feel some you know the kindness and, and it's related to the soul, it's related to the God, direct reflection toward the things. So, <laughs> so, uh, so uh, what, how could you carry these things? You know, one is a h- extreme level of the technology and another is the extreme level of the gr- gratitude. So how could you manage and which thing is more powerful in your personality?
1: That's a great question. Thank you. Yeah, for me, uh, the heart space comes first, without a doubt. To me, this is a life is a deeply heartful and spiritual experience, and the things that matter here are really this is a playground and also a deep space of learning to discover your higher self, your truest soul that's how I'm feeling is for me is it's, uh, I'll speak subjectively rather than declare how it is. Cause every person's unique, their journey is unique. And I respect the uniqueness of every journey through spirituality, through discovering their heart, through discovering what is real to them, what's true to them. Um, yeah. So for me, uh, personally, uh, I feel a deep relationship to God, to spirit. Um, You know, I I don't even like the labels because like labeling it like God sometimes equates to a Christian God or something like that. I feel um, presence, like presence. You can call it whatever you want, but being uh, in deep reverence and uh, connection to life, connection to self is really the most important thing. And so everything I build in technology, every all of my reaction and response to what's happening externally is also a reflection of what's happening internally in my experience some call this non-duality um there's different ways to describe this um but at the end of the day life is ineffable it's there are no words like these are all touching the surface of an iceberg that goes very deep and um to me feeling that depth is um, I I move from that place. Uh, I see from that place, and technology, for the longest time, I had this almost like. So I was homeschooled. Uh, when I was really young, I I got. I think when I was eight, we got the first computer we had, and, you know, being a super introverted kid, uh, you know, with just really my siblings. And, you know, occasionally we'd see people, other homeschoolers, but, you know, my world became inside of computers and, and building these, and, you know, just there's an an entire universe in there uh, of creation that can happen. I think I'm creatively motivated and I see that creative, you know, we are learning here on this uh, earth plane, how to be creators. We are learning here how to have a relationship with, um, all the infrastructure of the world i I see systems my mind works in patterns so that's my mind right but the heart is always leading it it's like what um like my family i feel deep connection to i grew up in a big family and my parents are very community minded so we the average dinner was like 12 15 people just like people they'd met that day uh You know whatever like just really deep community so i'm i'm kind of i have a high threshold to for meeting people being connected to people it doesn't overwhelm me it actually energizes me a lot um so i think uh you know with the advent of social media technology other things like that it just became another playground as well to like really (laughs) I mean it's pretty amazing right that like i was so grateful i i've been saying it forever it's like facebook add video messaging make not don't limit us to 20 seconds the voice memo thing was cool like it's nice to just like get as much of the spirit into the connection as possible and we're doing it right here Sidra. like this is it the only better thing would be if everyone viewing we could like kind of like pop them up at the bottom and see them in live form like, come on, Facebook could innovate a little more. I think they will. But, like, we'll get more... Um, technology can be a conduit for the spirit to move through. And I think, um, also, technology can really rob us. Also, Like, I, it's, it's a double-edged sword, you know? I mean, technology can also um, be really... Uh, it can try to capture our energy rather than um, nourish our our spirit. So I often pay attention to that, um, the way that I use technology, uh, the way that I engage with it. But I'll tell you this, like, it, there has been a lot of struggle, too. Like, okay, working at Amazon, working at, uh, you know, um, this big... Canadian telecom and other I was a consultant for a while like I've I'm used to going wearing that I have to sometimes go into a boardroom where we're talking you know it's not a charity it's about generating the maximum value from a uh you know a product or service and you kind of go into this rhetoric you've been taught and it hurt my heart sometimes like it did hurt my heart and um but, you know, we justify it because in our society, you have something in the in the corporate sort of culture uh, called fiduciary duty. So like which means basically financial duty. So um, you could be a really good person at heart and then say, yep, we do need to bulldoze that entire neighborhood that of of shacks that sweet families are having this whole community experience in because this is going to be way better for the company and it's you know i know in my heart that this really is doesn't feel good but that's life and that's fiduciary duty and i'm being good to our shareholders so and and all the people my community is giving me a pat on the back for that so you know like hey man you did the right thing so when you're just evolving spiritual being you might be getting pats on the back and then also feeling like, I don't know, like you're laying up at night and just like still doesn't sit right. And that's the process that starts to germinate until at some point you get to decide through this external experience um, who you really are. So actually, all of the all of the the darkest scenarios, the, the most challenging scenarios are they're angels. They are angels showing up for you to give you the opportunity to stand up and believe in what you believe in despite what you might be afraid of. And when life is that mystical experience, like it changes the way it feels. Even if it's you're in a corporate environment, a tech environment, a, maybe you're like hustling on the streets of Pakistan. Maybe that's your reality. Like, that's really it. And you're just seeing people outside you and you got to make this money or like you need to provide for your mom to provide for your, your brothers and sisters. And, you know, on an external level, your consciousness just believes this thing outside you is happening to you um, versus like, oh, this is actually a spiritual initiation. You have infinite abundance in another dimension and you get to be this like main character of a story that like doesn't have it all yet. You have like lim- the feeling of limitation and getting to lean into what, you know, and we, we talked before the interview started, you asked me about my name, um, the spirit of the lion. Uh, and so for me, the, the spirit of the lion has really helped me in my life to, um, you know, give myself permission to believe in this strength and this courage and this grace. It's, you know, this this gracefulness, but power. And not a power to take, but a power to give, like a power to flow and um, to share and not like desperately asking for respect from everyone, just knowing that you have it, like a knowing of that. And then what happens is this, whether you're in any industry or work or it, your life starts to transform. My life started to transform from that. Um, Cause I had a lot of insecurity young and those things, but to really go back to your circle back into the core of your question, merging this sort of technology space with the heart space. Um I've been going to conferences in the artificial intelligence field for a while, cloud computing field. And then before that it was in the virtual and augmented reality space for, uh, I ran a company called Prismic, a startup um, years ago. And um, during that time, you know, going to these, these, these conferences where you're meeting with other like CEOs and professionals that are like, and the conversation is like almost this ego it's this bragging, like, what could we do? Like, we found out a way to gather and harvest all this data, which is going to be worth a ton. And our users don't quite understand the value of it yet. So we got this, like, really good job. Ju- you just hear the Silicon Valley voice of, um, you know, there is a greed that ha- that is there. There is a, there's so much talk about what can we do versus what should we do like what is virtuous to do versus like we can make a shitload of money doing this like and you know the moral question I noticed was not coming up and so it took some bravery to be like raise my hand in these like conferences and these spaces to be like what about the ethical concerns of this we're talking about you know um virtual reality harvesting the eye gaze data all these things like that and like um basically creating a, an addictive platform uh that then harvests this data uses it to like in you know when they'd imagine the imagination was a little bit scary to me sometimes or in the artificial intelligence space been part of some very interesting conversations Sidra, um so the challenge in this is to be as a heart centered individual is to enter these communities and find, first of all, the soul fan, I'll always find them there. And they're like, well, I need to put up a flag. Like I need to put up a, like, I'll say something out loud in a crowd of hundreds to like really make my, my, my heart known. And also I have an appreciation for highly technical individuals. I can be a total nerd at, you know, I've, have a number of patents and, and design, you know, I'm an inventor too. And like, I can get down with like really uh, brilliant technology, like as a tinkerer, as a, as a um, inventor. And so I have respect for that, but the shift has been over the last 10 years into like, let's wield this power. Cause it's a lot of power, especially with artificial intelligence, Sidra, like the, and whoever you are, like it, the right now as we have this conversation i guarantee like the reason that StreamYard is free i'll bet you anything they're running machine learning algorithms and dissecting our sentiment when we say different things about different things and selling that to advertisers that aggregate all that data so there's a whole surveillance capitalism side there's a whole like when you really zoom out and look at the map of what's driving things it's not the social good always it's not the ecological good it's not the unification of like, hey, our planet, we're on a tipping point. We're like going through an unprecedented time during these lockdowns where people are dying, people are afraid, governments are, you know, tipsy. So it's the time, they're not gonna do it. Look, like the playbook is not in the leader, like in the traditional, at least in America, right? In the United States. Um, we're finally facing the fact that this whole circumstance is really well designed for people, the thousands and millions of people that are actually brilliant here and have been kind of like looking up and waiting and like, kind of like moaning about the way leadership's doing things to actually step up and start just taking initiative, finding ways to solve things that are in alignment and in virtue. And when something is done well, like if you present something like here's a new deal for Pakistan and it's really well done it's got video content it's got like a whole website where you can navigate the plan let's say like leaders okay they get there's ego going on what about what is the plan that is the way I'm feeling right now it's like let's talk about plans what are we going to do and then let's vote on that <laughs> and then whatever leader is there is in, is a servant to that execution just like it is in the business world like let's treat this a little you know it's about what doing what's right it's about what's doing what's what's right for the people all the people not just the wealthy people all the people so that the whole and it will benefit them too they'll live in a nation of happy people that are all built like the greatest in the world like to get inspired about that vision rather than the scarcity mentality where everyone's You know that that scarcity mentality is in the tech world too it's like give back like give um do things that are gonna really be empowering and honest be honest with your users don't cram a bunch of stuff into your end user license agreement that is like really not okay like so another thing i i really support is digital companies having really clear constitutions Like, what are their virtues? What is their constitution? We will never sell this type of data without like consent. We believe in consent. We believe in, you know, um, transparency, like all these things, right? Like, I wanna see more uh, companies on, on the digital, in the digital realm the technology field to, to, I know my answers to your questions are going very long, but I want to just to really thoroughly address this. I feel like this would be a time for, uh, people, first of all, in the tech field to start uniting as a people, if you're a programmer, if you're a UX designer, if you, any of the, if you're a architect, if you're whatever, any engineer or, you know, um, we there's probably 10 million of us, I think is the last term I heard in the world, like the last measure I heard. There's about 10 to 15 million um, people building the framework for our whole digital reality right now. We need to unite. We need to create a global union because ha- so that that thing we talked about in the early part of the discussion. Like fiduciary duty, twisting our arm to do something that's against our morals. We need something to, as a united front, to represent, to 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 keep us safe in our jobs while speaking into what's right and bringing, shedding light on it, rather than just everyone hiding that. Because, like, the, what happens in the digital world has massive and far-reaching impacts. So, to answer your question, how these two worlds meet, um, this is another part of it for me, is, like... Tech ethics unions. We need them. <laughs> we need to unite the heart space and the in- space of integrity with the the sort of manifestation in the tech space, so that we can bring it back to this. Like, because technology is not inherently, um, you know, some some monster. It could be the most beautiful, harmonic, bioharmonic, you know, uh, tool to expand uh, creative possibility and manifest beautiful, beautiful things for humanity. So, uh, Sajid, Hey, nice, nice to hear you. Nice to see you. Welcome to the, the, the table. Welcome to the fire. We're, we're all gathered here, um, in this digital dome, this tent, uh, just seeing you, appreciating you and everyone else that's here. And presently, um, this is great. So, um, yeah there's i think i could probably there's a lot i could say about this um but that's uh that's a good starting point i think to share a little bit about um where my my heart is you know in that space is just yeah. you know first firstly spiritual and heart driven secondly technology is the sort of tool and framework that came into my life that my mind just got grasped it and um part of it is just being like an isolated homeschool nerd that like had no you know nothing better to do but play with the computer and really get to know uh you know really work with those frameworks and paradigms for a long time um and so yeah if if others of you out there in the tech space seeing this this is another place where weaving community it's so important right now build community have the hard conversations if you're working for companies and seeing things that you know it's either you're seeing things that aren't ethically good or you just have a better idea take the technology, like find each other like we need platforms that help you find each other so that this is happening efficiently like i assume a lot of the people that uh follow you are you know located in pakistan in that area of the world everybody most of who i know are here you know United States, Costa Rica, like this kind of the North America's regions. Um, and so I say this to you, if you're seeing, saying, seeing like seeing this right now, please, if this is resonant with you, reach out to me. And I wish that Facebook is not the best platform. We need a better social, uh, group and affinity group, uh, collection platform. And this is something if you feel called to building platforms, if you uh, like, I want to meet you more platform designers, more platform developers, we can cobble these things together from so many, like, literally just libraries and pieces out there that are like, like, it it doesn't take. uh, That's what's cool in this era is that building these, these new platforms is not as much work as you think. That's what's really exciting. And just like once upon a time, it was hard to put a video online. You know, you had to, like, know how to do it. Now anyone can pick this up and do it real easy. The same thing is happening with the development of, like, the only limitation is your creativity and a certain willpower to come together with, do the research, bring together the people that are in your immediate uh, tribe or maybe not in your immediate tribe, but we need like some gathering platform, right? If you have ideas on that, please connect. Um. I'm, I'm, uh, oh, I see from Ali, which which is the best platform? You know, sometimes the best platform is the platform where there's pe- the people are on it. So F- Facebook is great because it's there's so much adoption uh, as a starting point to find the people. But what it's not very good at is like I can't just put a a pulse out to say like, I'm looking for this like vibration of human. That's like not about just making money. We're about, um, oh my God, I, I'm I'm seeing all these, these comments you're popping on screen. They're just awesome. Ali, thank you. Uh, fluency of ideas. Oh wow, I'm feeling so much fluency in, in all of you. I can't wait to read through everything that's shared here. But um, yeah, like if we can be in a space where our shared fluency of ideas actually results in, you know, prototyping and launching new things, and then adopting new things that are really built for what we need. Um, That's going to be really exciting and and powerful and send huge ripples and magnify our efforts. There's some great platforms outside of Facebook, such as MeWe, right, which has a whole constitution of ethics that will never like take and sell your data uh, that will never you know, they're built on a different model. Of course, um, we, you know, so so you have to be cognizant of if you're doing activism, uh, you know, on an open platform like this, uh, there are risks to using those platforms. But generally, you if you can use the platform more than it's using you, then you're gonna and you're doing it with integrity. You're you're moving with integrity. You're moving with. Um, you know at some point I just decide to trust even though uh, but that doesn't mean I don't operate with discernment and I'm not going to call Facebook out I'm not going to call YouTube out I'm like hey you're censoring people's videos and so like people talking about naturopathic medicine and censoring it like it's false like that's not okay I, I don't think that's ethical um so I'm seeing things happening that are not moral and ethical and Uh, You know what we need to create ethical platforms that just like when they formed the United States of America or many other countries developed a constitution of ethics that um, and I think honestly, this is kind of a radical idea that I've been germinating for a while but platforms like Facebook, we need one that's not a corporation, we need one that is governed and owned by the users via blockchain certificates, like that's what I'm seeing. And I really want that to happen. Like, and I'm learning too to like, I'm one of those people that ideas channel through a lot. Like I can see these platforms. It doesn't mean I can execute everything. So I I'm, I used to as an inventor and entrepreneur, like hold them like they were mine. Like that's kind of the first state. And then you, you realize that's your ego and you just need to send things out, let them happen. And whoever builds it, builds it. Um, and what's cool is like, we, yeah we need we need new plat- platforms that are really uh, by and for the people. Um, we need it to the people building them to be financially like able to do that work, but not turning into the next Mark Zuckerberg. Like we need to build it from the get-go so that it cannot move in that, cur- that, that direction because eventually, I've gone through this having run a, a startup for six years. You can start off with all these good intentions and then as soon as you have board members as soon as you have like venture capital firms invested you they start to pressure you through fiduciary duty into things that are not in alignment so if you're you or anyone out there is about to go start a social platform build that right from the ground up like and to those of us looking to leap to other platforms don't leap unless it's got the structure and constitution that means it's user owned it's not going to we built make this thing huge and then it becomes you know just another you know it's it has to be built uncorruptible this is something the founding fathers in in mothers there's probably lots of founding mothers in america i don't like when we like make that patriarchal connection but like i think that they have the. You have to build checks and balances into if we're going to reinvent the world. If we're going to connect the world, right? I love the name of this show, "Connecting the World." If we're going to connect the solutionaries, the Jedi's, the the heart centered, um, you know, agents of of positive change in this world, let's do it. Let's be smart about it too. Let's. It doesn't mean we got to. We we can be super strategic. And we can also, you know, um, operate from a, a place of integrity and build things that we're, we're humble enough to know that if it, if it really goes the distance, power is going to be involved. So it's got to be structurally ready to withstand that pressure. So these are all things I think about. These are all things I think about in this era of like, and I want to be around others that are ready to mastermind. We call it sometimes a mastermind. I don't really like the word because it's all mind. We need another thing called like heart channeling, but there's also a mind. out. This is all just semantics, right? But like, oh, and I think you're muted. I want to hear what you, you're saying. Sidra.
0: Yeah, it's, it's great. I think so. I, it's a very brief uh, introduction, and it's really concept according to uh, the smart era, and we can... Artificial intelligence, yeah, how we can use this. That is a very amazing thing. Um, and you know, uh, from my side, it's going to be uh, one a.m. It's a midnight, so I'm going to be.
1: Uh, oh yeah, let's let's close this off. Thanks for this time.
0: Uh, I'm going to be, uh, you know, uh, just trying to uh, end this show because of this. You know, here is some restriction, here is, uh, you know, my phone battery is going to be dead. Uh, but I don't want to go, but I'm restricted. Okay. Uh, but in the end, we learn lots of things. And you are a very good man. Yeah. You, you have a very golden heart. And you are openly explained the very good things in easy language. Everyone can understand this thing. So, uh, in this Urdu language, the and the zakila means in English is thank you. I'm very really grateful and uh, give you this uh, reward because you give us a time and sharing your knowledge with us. So God bless you. Take care and all best wishes for you. Thank you. God bless you. Have a nice day.
1: Right back at you, sister. So much love. So much love and respect. Respect to you. Thank you for doing this work. Thank you.
0: Thank you to you. Bye. 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 Thank you, everyone. Thank you for watching this video and showing your interest through massive discussion. Yes, this is midnight. So uh, take care. Good night.